Welcome everybody, it's One Against the Grain Podcast, we back. I got a special host with me today, my dog Josh Leverett, owner of Cali K9, host, executive producer of <laughs> new Netflix special, K9 Intervention in the building with me. Say what's up to the people, fam. What's up, Brown? Man, uh, first, man, much respect to you, brother, and everything man. you're doing, man. I appreciate you having me on this show. It's love, man. I'm glad, I'm glad you could join us, man. Hey, I'm, I'm inspired, bro. Hey, that's man, a, hey, that's the goal is, I'm, is love and inspiration, I'm, I'm inspired, man. man. Oakland has raised some greats, man, and we just add another one. You've been great, man, but this is just like another little notch under your belt, man. The growth, man, is crazy. I'm super impressed. It, bro. Netflix, bro, the shit going up. Yeah, man, top uh, 10. Top 10, yeah, trending. On. Come on. Internet going crazy. Come on. Uh, TMZ. Well, I, Ellen, all that. Ellen, how you deal, how how are you dealing with the overwhelming support, dog? Man, listen, man, I'm from Oakland, man. So you know we come from humble beginnings. Mm-hmm. We keep it humble. You know, we keep it organic. You mm-hmm. know, it ain't about, you know, trying to hide side on everybody. It's just taking it all in, embracing it, and making sure we do what we're supposed to do. You know, maximize the opportunity, put as many people who got love for me and who I love, put them on. And man, we just do the organic thing, man. Shit gotta be weird though. You like that, you know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, it's hitting kinda hard. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, bro. It's hitting kinda hard. Yeah. How, yeah. How, how, how your how your family dealing with it? Man, family's cool, man. You know, the thing is you gotta like compensate. You know, you gotta make yeah. sure that everybody know that they, you know, they yeah. way up here, you know. Yeah. And then even though we get busy and everything, you gotta take that time to uh, kiss your baby and you know what I mean? Remember all the real shit in life, cause all yeah. this shit is cool, but it's all outside energy. Like you know, yeah. even my watch party, I had all my family come through yeah. to just know and let them know, like man, I need y'all. You know yeah. what I mean? Like if we going worldwide, I need to have them real ones around me, cause that's all I know. That's all I want to stick to. Yeah, you know for, for sure. And I know, I, you know, from experience, I know that you know when things like this start to happen and you start to grow, sometimes you don't you don't take that minute to kind of really step back and take it all in and really appreciate it so Fast. because i know you're a grinder you know what i'm saying yeah, you got that's that the ambition thing, bro. but some, but 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 sometime along that process you ain't got to celebrate the wins too much but every now and then stop yeah take that shit in and just, smell yeah. the flowers For and sure. take that shit in cuz what you are doing is real special you know appreciate what i'm saying it, bro. and it's and it's interesting um it bring me to my next subject to talk about it and uh when you talk about like in school, when you talk about formal education, we've been hearing our whole life, we've been hearing go to school, go to college, get good grades, come out, go work for somebody. Right. That's when I hear, when I, whenever I hear go work for somebody, that's when the record player just go, ah! Right. Make that noise, how that noise go. You know what I'm saying? Hey, and but so, you know what? Sometimes you got to learn before you earn. So to go work for somebody yeah, yeah. is all good. Because sometimes you got to get your skills up, you got to get your experience up. Yeah. You know, and then from there, you know, it, the goal is to eventually, you know, build for your own, build your own empire. But, you exactly. know, a lot of times we've been wired to think that that's like to go work for a corporation. Yeah. You know, I look at that like that's back to the plantation. Yeah. <laughs> you know what but, I'm saying? Like, and, and, I ain't try, I'm trying to build my own, man, put my family on, set generational wealth up, man, and do things that, like I said, against the grain. Yeah. Where they don't want, you know, they don't necessarily want all the youngsters to, to really know this route. So, yeah. you know, I feel like now it's a responsibility for us to show the youngsters and, and show them that you can go against the grain, do it the untraditional route. You know, it's a grind though. You know, a lot of times we- Because they not teaching, you know, literally, I spoke on this before, man, like barbering. I've been a barber, I've been cutting hair since I was probably 15, 14, 15 years old, right? Right. But coming out of school, it was never really like a sexy occupation for me. And the reason it probably was, 
wasn't so sexy is because I never really had any examples. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, the, right. Of, of what greatness was was at that. You know, I knew some good ones, but from the business side of it, I never really seen that. So the reason a lot of people want to be dope dealers is because they got examples of what right. that lifestyle brings. People want to be athletes. They got examples of how great you can live. We don't really have any. Ex we didn't really have any good examples of 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 where you could take being a barber, how big you can be. So as I got into it, so coming out of high school, I kind of was like, all right, I'm, I got to go the traditional route. You know what I'm saying? I want to be. I want to be a rapper because I seen right, right, you know right. So I was rhyming. I was doing them things, or I was working, or I was trying to go to school or do different things like that. I didn't know the level that I was going to be able to take it. You know, with barbering, which. It kind of like is parallel with what you your story is similar, dog training. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. If you was in, if I was in high school in an economics class and they were talking about, you know, occupations and things of that nature, dog or what you're gonna do when you leave school, go to college, dog training would not probably be the first thing that pops up in my head. Okay, I'm gonna be a successful dog right, right, trainer. Right, 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 right. Most people laugh at it actually. You know, that, when, they, that, when, I, when I first said I was doing it, they'd be like, so what else you do? <laughs> that's <laughs> what I'm They know we was running it up. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And, and, and barbers, we were more so like the, you know, looked at kind of like the hair janitors or the maintenance, like, you right. know what I'm saying? It wasn't really a sex. Nobody was checking for the female. Women wasn't checking for the barbers. Right, right. Check. You know what I'm saying? Right, so, right. But that didn't stop what we had going on because when you have a passion for something and a vision and a vision for something right right like me and you talked about earlier I don't care if you paint rocks for a living that's it if man be the best be the best at it be the you know what I'm get saying get them practice the, hours in be the best mastery. at it training dogs when did you decide that when was that moment I know you spoke I watched the Netflix series <laughs> and I heard you talk about it before and you said and you summed it up you was like all my life right, right? but when was that point that you said you know what I'm gonna make a career out of this being an entrepreneur. Dog trainers, my being a dog trainer is my foundation. I'm gonna build my business, and now I'm just gonna create different streams out of that and just grow from that. When was that moment you was like, it clicked? This is it. Well, I always been a dog dude. I like to have pets. I like to have dogs of my own. I like the whole protection aspect. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't until you know I got in. You know I had tried to get a job. You know I went to school to fix on airplanes or whatever. Tried to get a job. Yeah. Moved to Chicago. Got caught smoking weed in the hotel room. <laughs> Sent my ass back to Oakland. I had yeah. to come up with a plan. I ended up getting a little warehouse uh, on 86 and East Street. Yeah, you know to to get my little uh, car car customizing business because I always trying yeah. to be. You know, I always knew that the game wasn't long term. You know, mm -hmm. so I wanted to have some kind of entrepreneurial vision. And, and a lot of people saw me. They'd be like, "Man, what you doing now? What mm -hmm. you doing now?" So I tried a lot of yeah. different entrepreneurial ventures. Then I learned how to grow. Yeah. Shit, once I learned how to grow, I shut them doors for that that that, that uh that for the um. For the uh, for the for the cars, yeah, and started getting my peas up, you know, before yeah, right, everybody yeah. was up. So you know, 2005 kind of came to that point. I'm on my mom's couch, sitting there like, man, I got to do something. Yeah, and then you know, I remember I watched this documentary, and I watched it five days in a row. They talked about hair run, they talked about PCP, they talked about they yeah. talked up about coke, yeah. then they talked about weed. I said, man, weed ain't never hurt nobody, man. I'm finna <laughs> run it up, bro. <laughs> so basically. Yeah. You know, I basically got in, you know, I went to my uh, my partner down the street, you know, mm -hmm. he, he was already getting his thing on in his basement mm -hmm. and shit. He told me, and I said, bro, I'm ready to get it. I, I got, you know, I, I hit for about 4,500 on some on some, uh, some car, yeah. some rim sales or yeah, something. Yeah. I was ready to go buy some lights. Boom, I get the lights. Shit, now I'm like, all right, well, I need security. Well, if I'm going to do the medical thing, I can't have the pistols and this and that and all this. So I was like, okay, I'm going to tap back into that dog shit that I always was into. Because yeah. even since a little kid, I was in the dogs. But then it was like, it was a central part of my security program. 
You see what I mean? Yeah, and then from you. there, so then once we did that, it was like, well, shit. I, you know, once I, I was doing that for a cool amount of time, it come like, you know, even though we growing, we in the cut, we still stood that street shit. And I yeah. knew that it wasn't long term. So I was more looking like, okay, everybody's about to tap into this industry. Let me go ahead and look at something else, but you, man. But you notice how what you, even the parallel, even doing, doing your cultivating days, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Even then, do you notice how the hustle was still the same? Oh, the yeah. You got to have, man. Yeah, that's some sense of little one, man. I mean, shit, but Oakland High shit, man. I used to be the CD man. <laughs> right when y'all say, I'd be up all night burning CDs until I had a nice bundle and I'd be going to school, get my money. So yeah. that's the thing, bro, is the hustle. It could be expanded in different ways. Uh -huh. You know, it's not all about just doing things that are going to get you locked up. You know, mm -hmm. I got partners locked up, you know, this yeah. real time yeah. for some real shit. But at the same time, I kind of was always like, all right, yeah. got a little bit smarter. Like I wasn't hungry for that little quick dollar like that yeah. when I knew what was coming. Because I go visit my partner in the level four pen and yeah. see what it is. I was like, nah, yeah. I don't want no part of this. So early I leveled up and I got a lot of my knucklehead days early. And then it was like, Out all right, way. how can we take this Oakland game and then flipping into something that's gonna be sustainable. Meanwhile, behind all of it, you 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 got this love for dogs. Just oh yeah, nurturing yeah. that. Well, that's been that my just, thing, bro. I always that, been a dog. Got, dude. You got that's just just brewing. What age was you when you got, when you got your first dog? Shit, man, I used to have it. My mom let me get some cocker spaniels. We rescued them. Man, man, bro, that's all she would let me get. Yeah. I did it. She said she rescued them suckers, right? So yeah. I got, but I had to take the wiffle ball bat, me messing with them, and me, ah, and yeah. I was like, ooh, yeah. you know, they was hot. So then, boom, I was like, like you know, I, they then they used to run away. They opened yeah. the door and they cut. Yeah. You know, so uh, so you got shit. them under control. I got no, I didn't get them under control. We took them back. Took yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was young, but you know, even when I, because I was born in New York, I moved out here. In 85, we yeah. moved to the Dubs, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But back back then, even in New York, my pops and my moms, they had a little floor uh, yeah. uh, sanding company. They had dogs in the truck, so it yeah. was it was dogs from, from day one. But at the same time, it was always my thing, bro. I didn't read them books. I didn't read all the books. I wasn't a good student in school because yeah. I had too much energy and I'd be getting in trouble and shit. You same, know, they, same, same, same you know, with me, man. But I, I, I diagnosed myself with, uh, what's it? ADHD. ADHD. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but see, the thing is, is, when you got ADHD, you just learn different. Yeah. I move around when I'm when I'm hustling. I don't need to sit at a desk. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I just got it. So that's the same thing with these dogs that we fix. Like, you got to understand how they learn and what's going to be the best situation. So if you got pit bulls and all this, they got to have an outlet, just like yeah. we got to have an outlet. So did you get any, okay, when I when I decided to go in the barbering, right? Mm -hmm. When I decided that I'm, because I always knew how to do it, just never took it seriously. Then as I got older, money got tight, I pulled dusted my shit back off. Yeah, when that money get tight, boy, I put that but, pressure. Yeah, but, <laughs> so, but, but people were still like, I started I started working at a really small barbershop in Tracy. Like I wasn't, I didn't, I wasn't even licensed, none of that yeah. at the time, right? And then people, but you was got about the way though. Yeah, I was but, smart. But people was wondering, like, you know, what I'm saying, like, what you doing? I ain't really know. I, even take it back, even before I started doing that, MySpace, bro. I was on MySpace sending out. You know how people move on Instagram and they sending out messages to clients. I right. had that whole setup on MySpace. Okay, so you was early I was sending with out it. my address. I went my folks, my uh, my family from Sacramento. Mm -hmm. Steve, I hit up his mama. Asked, she said she had a, a chair. It was like a little salon chair. We slid out to Sacramento. Yeah, grabbed that chair, brought it back. I threw it in my garage. Put up a mirror. Put up a, a station right there. And I said, I'm finna go in, right? Right, right, right. Next thing I know, I'm working inside of a shop, you know, in uh in in, in Tracy, a small. And I was like, you know what? I could do this. 
things just started progressing. But people around me was one. I was getting. I, I started to say, man, I'm about to open up a barbershop in Tracy, California. Nobody getting a haircut out there. Like what you right. doing? Everybody like, wanted the, the to think kickback. Negative. Nobody, un, nobody understood. You know what I'm saying? But I knew. Right. Okay. Also, I said, you know what? I'm, I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying this a little bit too much. But I'm. I don't just want to be a barber. If I'm gonna do it, I gotta be special. I want right, to do right, something right. special. I want to take it to levels that. So I put that groundwork in, and I was able to take. You know what I'm saying? Take it to some different levels. So what it took, it takes me with you. There's a ton of dog trainers around right right right. did you get kicked back from family from friends wondering like look dude where are you finna take dog training you know what i'm saying like how far can you take this you need to go get a job you need to go to college you need to get education you need to do this but dog training is your passion you know what i'm saying so at what did you ever experience any of that and and if you did how did you deal with it i mean man people are laughing my face bro you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and even when I started, you know, um, you know, I had made that decision. Like mm-hmm. I didn't want, you know, uh, uh, it was basically like this. They want, I didn't want no backup plan. Yeah. But then I was like, I got to believe in myself. I didn't want an unemployment check. Yeah. I didn't want nothing because I started in the recession back in uh, yeah. 2009. I yeah. had got laid off because I basically went from the growing thing, took some L's, went ahead, worked for my football coach from from, from Oakland High, yeah. went out of town for a minute just yeah. to change my environment for a minute. Got some game, came back down and just was real focused, man. And I knew like, you know, but people laugh at you, brother. You know, they don't believe in your vision until yeah. they see it. Yeah. You know, that's why it was always like I wasn't tripping yeah. because I knew my grind. You know, and yeah. I knew first first knew, they first they laugh at you, didn't they imitate yeah, you? Yeah, was the thing is I see I, I hustled for a hundred bands before I got a hundred bands, yeah. bro. I was in the same tennis <laughs> shoes, bro, because mm-hmm. I already took them L's, you know, mm-hmm. so I already mm-hmm. knew like this can't fail. Yeah. And little did they know. I'm stacking cheese, like trying to bust a plate so I yeah. can expand my business. Yeah. And so basically, bro, they, I didn't really trip off it. Like a lot of people, I mean, you know, I mean, people really, they they concern for you because they think like, oh, I don't know if that's going to work. But see, you can't believe, you can't listen to the, even the family, the people who love you the most, but sometimes because they love you. They want you to be safe. They want you to be safe space. Yeah, you know? safe and, space. And, and, and all that safe space shit, man, ain't no, ain't no, ain't no checking no safe space, ain't bro. No- you know what I'm saying? Like Come we're trying on. to run it up, man. I'm trying to, you know, set up something for the long term. And you know, um, you know, we see all these people like we learn from cats like Lil D, mm-hmm. you know, and, and cats little Felix Mitchell, and they was they was they was icons in the town, but they was dope boys, yeah. and they end up going to the pen. Yeah, you know, shout yeah. out Lil D, you know, but uh, you know, them cats had that ambition. Yeah, and see, when the dope came to Oakland, everybody was on that. You know Oakland, what I'm Oakland, Oakland always been a hustling. You know, it's if hustling. we didn't do nothing else, we was gonna get to it back for sure. If we didn't do nothing else, you know what I'm saying? And and that been instilled in you. I never forget being in elementary, seeing you know what I'm saying certain dudes being the fifth grade come with the shit with with knots, right? You know what I'm saying? So right, we right. It, we learned it at an early age, and then it didn't help that I went to Skyline. The pressure was on that Skyline. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, right. Fly. That was Skyline was a fly school. Catholic yeah, man. My mama didn't even let me go to Skyline. My partners <laughs> with the Skyline, right? So I had to go to Ohio. She wanted me to go I with nobody you, I, t- I knew. I tell you a story. I wanted to go to Ohio, my because my boy Peanut, one of my best friends, he uh he went to Oakland High. I begged my mama to let me go to Oakland High, but see, she thought that because of the hills. She thought that because she didn't care for that environment, she thought that if I went to Oakland High, I was gonna get into trouble. And for some reason, perception, she thought Skyline was the better school. Cause it's in the hills and all that. But all the all the buses come but straight I to the hood. But I got to Skyline and got distracted. I, yeah. I got distracted. I ain't even walked the stage. I had to deal with that after school. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, I was right. going to 
I was going to school, worried about what I got on. Yeah, you know how I go. You I was know, all that. Fashion you know what show. I'm saying? Worried about the females, worried For about sure. all, all the distractions. Right, right. And then everybody that went, all my partners that went to Oakland High, they had great graduation days. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I'm sitting back looking like a dummy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man, I'm thankful for Oakland High, man, because I yeah. was running around with some knuckleheads, yeah. you know, and it was better to change the direction. I got heavy in the sports one on Oakland High, so mm -hmm. while everybody was being good, I was mm -hmm. being bad. And when yeah. everybody decided to be bad, I was like, nah, let me go ahead and do something yeah. that's going to be long term. And my partner got locked up, and it just kind of was like, oh, no, hold on. This ain't cool. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, um, yeah, man, at the end of the day, bro, it's really about just chasing your dreams, bro, yeah. making shit happen, man, chasing your vision. Every day you wake up, you know, knowing you got to get, get 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 somewhere, you yeah. know, and you got to just stay focused on that grind. I'm a big I'm a big passion over paycheck, you know what I'm saying? I, sure. I, I always, you know, be like that. I tell my daughters, you know what I'm saying, that all the time. I really, honestly, I really don't care what I'm not in the I'm not in the titles. I never really been in the nah, titles. So I that's never ego really shit, man. It's ego shit. Yeah, it is. So I really want them to be happy, but I also want them to be self-sufficient right. and things like that. But it's something about when you do it's no feeling in the world when you get up and do what you love to do and actually get paid to do. It don't even feel like work no more. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. I guarantee it still know, feel like work a little bit though. You can go to work, you got custom hair, you can be like, damn, I gotta cut this hair. Yeah, but but sometimes you know, you know, I it's learned, a grind, but, you bro. Know, I learned how to manage that, right? Yeah, when yeah, yeah, yeah. It got, if it it felt like work when I whenever I was chasing the bag. Right. That's when it felt like work. You know what I'm saying? So when I was in there, I'd be like, okay, putting quotas in my head, okay, I wanna make a band today. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Now I'm, it's like an assembly line, so now I feel like I'm I'm in work mode. But it never felt like work when I can create when I'm in my creative space. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, when right. I can actually uh, take a blank canvas, somebody that come in toe up with an afro, right. and then that just need my help. They getting married tomorrow, right? You and then back, and back. and so I could sit back and I could be like, man, I could really just change this dude' life right now. And to me, one of the things about Barbara and first. I, the love I had got for it was because it was interesting because I used to be like, man, these dudes is really performing under pressure. They really on stage right, up in here. Right, like, right, you, right. you only got one shot at yeah. this. It's live every yeah. time. Somebody come out that chair and not feeling good. So, That's a bad look. Yeah. So I used to, so I used to look up to, you know, the the barbers in your neighborhood was always little local celebrities and stuff like that. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, so. Right, right. I used to be like, damn, that's impressive. But another reason why I had liked it is because of the instant gratification of it. Right. You literally, you, you literally changing, Frequent. you literally changing lives. You know what I'm saying? Five, I didn't have six, seven times a day. But I didn't have people come and tell, I, dude. I literally know that the sequence of time when they leave my my chair and they would go out that night and they would meet somebody, and then that same person that night they met. It's happened numerous times. They end up marrying that person. But be, that haircut Could gave them the confidence fresh, bro. to go out and walk in Leeds and be like, hey, you, boom. And right. you know what I'm saying? And now they marry. So I right, know right. jobs, that same haircut, get them to walk out. You know what I'm saying? Go in that job interview with confidence, with their shoulders Absolutely. up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you can they, be broke, with man. With their posture right. You got that fresh cut. It, it make you feel good. <laughs> yeah. So it was the instant gratification of it. So it, it's, it's something about passion, having a passion and a love for what you do. And, and I always say, there's a lot of people, bro, that are in jobs that they hate. Right. But could bake a hell of a cake, bro. Yeah. Or could cook. 
a hell of a state. Yeah. But they don't, but they either, either they afraid. It's scary, bro. It's scary for some people, it's, bro. It's, it's scary. So usually you people try to think about what their purpose is. They try to figure it out. Your purpose is, your gift is usually something that you do naturally every day. Fact. You just ain't really figured out how to monetize it, but you right. can live in that. But I think another thing, bro, is that a lot of people not ready for that grind that it takes. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. you know, I had to come up and then go broke and then bounce back and appreciate it mm -hmm. and then understand the whole grind process. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because everything you do is a constant hustle. Every day yeah. in the morning ain't going to happen overnight. Yeah. But I think that, yeah, man, that's, that's the key is, is you got to make sure that you understand it's a process and things are gonna happen overnight. A lot of yeah. times you get that check on Friday. Yeah. You you know when you working for yourself, you might not get a check for you know five six months. You might just be breaking even. Yeah. It ain't no check for you to go buy no shoes. Yeah. So that's the thing is a certain uh, delayed gratification that you got to be ready for. That's you just made an excellent point. A lot bro. of times our that, culture ain't for made, it ain't for delay. You just made, now. You just made an excellent point. In my opinion, discipline is your number one asset. Absolutely. If you don't have discipline, I promise you, you won't be successful at nah, nothing. Nah. Like, even if you go into the gym, a gym is just, you. Somebody can give you a million different styles of workouts, right? Right. A million different styles of workout. It don't even matter what they have you doing. They could give you a rock and say, "Just curl this rock." But if you curl that rock long enough, you're going to start to see some change. Sure. A lot of times where people don't see changes because they don't really, they don't necessarily see it through. Right. And they don't have the discipline to follow them goals. So discipline is a, ma is a major key. Passion over paychecks, bro. Facts. You know, a lot of people yeah. have it. You know what I'm saying? They fearful, but they have it. They just don't really know how to take it to that next level. What, right, when right, when right. you hear the words "passion over paycheck," what does that what does that mean to you, though? Man, that just man taking your 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 burning desire, who, what you here to be. You know, mm -hmm. God's plan for you. Mm -hmm. You know, taking that and then do yeah. something with it. Yeah. You know, yeah. uh, I think you know, like for me, my passion. You know, I did all kind of different things to make money, uh. but again, you want to get something that you can just do uh. and, and not even think about. Like I said, it's funny. It might still be a grind, but. Yeah. Yeah, at the end of the day, you can look up and you know and say, "Wow, look how I just built, and that's mine." Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. so I think yeah, passion over paychecks about visualizing what you want for yourself and, and putting your you know figuring out your life purpose, man, and chasing yeah. it by all means necessary. And like sometimes you're not gonna be able to get them fresh shoes, you're not gonna be able to get that fresh fit, you're not gonna be able to take that vacation right off yeah. the back. Like you gotta walk away from certain things other people are doing, and, but that's that that's your passion. You gotta really believe in yourself and that that shit's gonna happen. You know, that's what I see is passion yeah. over paycheck. Cause like I said, a paycheck, man, you go get that money, but if you doing, you gotta spend a lot of time at work. Yeah. If you're not getting that that you dopamine. And if you exchange, if you exchange, and if, you, and right if you're exchanging time for money, you'll never be. Yeah. You know. But then I don't, I don't knock any job though. You know, cause yeah. not everybody is built for entrepreneurship. You mm -hmm. know, sometimes some people need to have them something solid. Sometimes what? you got children and you need some. You know, you need the benefits and you need whatever it is. So it just depends. Like I don't take nothing away from nobody working, cause again, everybody ain't built. But for still, this it's shit. important too to understand that if you really want to create real wealth and freedom, you need if you have if you are working a nine to five job, you want to take that. Well, at least invest in something. Invest in invest in yeah. Something. Let's don't go back. invest in just Jordans. Let's get <laughs> let's get back to because it's a hot topic and people want to know. People want to talk. They it's see good. They, they see you out here moving. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So let's talk about. Let's get back to. Uh, you know the dog aspect of things okay. for a second, right? It's all good. Cultural lines, you know, a lot of times there's there's this uh, when you think of when you think of pet ownership, 
in the hood, there's this where we from, there's this negative undertone when it comes to it. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. They think about dog fighting. They think about our traditional ways of of raising dogs and how we I even saw and um I even noticed that there are some people of speaking now on your training methods. Right. Um how were you able to be where we from enter cross these cultural lines with your dog training thing, what you got going on, and be accepted by because when I look at the demographic that's taking in the, the show, you, it's diverse. You right, know what I'm sure. saying? How were you? How were you able to do that? Considering where we come from, how did you be able to kind of okay? These are my methods. It may if whether it's science or not, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? How were you able to take my methods? This is how we moving with these dogs, and this is how we gonna go forward. And I'm finna show y'all something different. Well, you know, I, I I learned under some PhDs in dog behavior. Uh -huh. So I figure if they rock in a certain way, then it's got to be, you gotcha. know, we're going to be gotcha. able to do it, you know. Yeah. And at the end of the day, you know, I, everybody's not going to accept you. Mm -hmm. Even when you're doing everything perfect, they still not going to like what you're it's doing. It's going to be some hate. That, yeah, that, that hate shit is normal, bro. Yeah. It's, it, it's human behavior. So, mm -hmm. you know, at the same time, you got to believe, be very knowledgeable, master your skills. You know, and, and again, my, my clients, they speak for, you know, they speak for me. Yeah. You know, my trainers, they speak for me. Yeah. You know, the results, the, the lives I've saved, they speak for me. They so I don't get caught up yeah. in the naysay. I don't care. You yeah. know, at the end of the day, everybody, you know, come on, man. They was, they was trying to jump me in fifth grade because I had them. You feel me? So, you know what I'm talking about? We've been used to them hate, man. So, we're going to keep it going, man. We're not going to let none of that get in the way, man. We're pushing a hard line. The love overshadows the hate. Yeah. There's so much love from the show, yeah. man. I'm helping so many people. Yeah. So many people appreciate what I'm doing for the for the families and a little boy in the show. And, you know, it's, it's bigger than dog training, bro. We're trying to, you know, we're trying to touch our community. We're trying to empower people. We're trying to redirect come all on. of the shit that, that, come that on. all the old learning, we know. And back to that shit you talking about with the hood, it's like, man, you know, people only do things because they don't know better. Don't know better but that's yeah. but that's not just hood culture. That's Chinese culture. That's Arabic culture. That's, you know, uh, I mean, there's so many you different gotta, cultures. You got to realize it growing never up. Dealt with I've dog. always had pit bulls and growing up, growing up, it was like, Lock your dog, lock him, yeah. Grab him by his tail and lock him up in the garage and feed him gunpowder and yeah, yeah. How are you able to break them methods and because it's all bad behavior, right? Right. It don't even make logical sense, you know. Well, you know, I try to touch you from the compassionate side, man. You know what I mean? Like this, an animal. You know, I don't want to necessarily see him. You know. Uh, 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 get hurt or nothing like that. For yeah. me, I like the security aspect of the dogs. Yeah. You know, I wanted a dog that could protect me and moms. You know right. what I mean? I wanted right. some shit that's going to hit that fence and be on it. When we take yeah. a walk or something, I know that I'm good. You know, so I always like the security aspect of it. I always been a little bit like security-minded, militant-minded yeah. in that state of having that extra edge of security. So for me, man, I always just like, when I saw what dogs can do, I just said, you know what, man, it's, it's high potential. And the thing is, you have to just dive deep in it and the education part you know mm. whatever you're doing you got to mm. get educated and know mm. about it and really master it mm. and you know you you know and then my whole goal is to empower like i said it ain't about just empowering the hood chinese culture don't deal with animals yeah. arabic culture don't deal with animals you know a, a lot of different cultures you know it's like the dog is just outside it's really american and european culture so what happens is when you know because i learned that that european dog sport and know how they talk about it. So cool. Well let me go ahead and snatch this game and yeah. go give it to everybody. Yeah. I'm curious to I'm curious to get your thoughts, you know, on the trend the, there's a trend side. Uh how do you feel about dog breeding and then the trend side of it to where um there's a market value for particular yeah. breeds. 
Well, you I think there's saying? a lack of education, man, and overall dog temperament. Yeah. So a lot of times with dog people breeding dogs, they're looking at it just from a financial game. Uh -huh. You know, whereas I look at like, okay, dogs are going to be bred. Uh, I don't really support just everybody breeding dogs because they don't really know what they're breeding. They could be putting out bad, yeah. bad work. Now, the dogs that I, that I get from my protection dogs, they're selective breeding. So you're not going to be able to basically find that in every shelter mm -hmm. like that. And if someone wants an executive protection dog for their home, yeah. you're not going to find that at the SPCR. Oh, yeah. I would do that. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. we deal with selective breeding. And then that dog is going to guarantee get an excellent life, better than a lot of fuck, real life you know, people, humans. Yeah. So, you know, I don't really get into the... Uh, uh, you know, well, my program is very limited for other people just kind of like doing it for monetary value. I, you know, to each his own. You know, I don't really like to, you know, judge people like that. Only God could judge you. But, you know, everybody does their thing. I, I really think you should get educated with anything you do before you do it. You get, know? get educated. Because I always look at, you know, when I look at it from this perspective and I talk about, I talk to my daughters about it all the time. When you're a pet owner and you have a a, a connection, you know what I'm saying? With, I don't care. If you, go get, if you go find a pet, you can tell yourself, all right, the pet can stay. Two weeks, but if the pet stay at your house for three to four months, you're gonna become, you're gonna start to grow like an attachment to it. Right. So when I, so when I see uh, the world gravitating to right now, Frenchies are really hot. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, right. Uh, bullies and bull, the exotic uh, dogs right, right, are right. really hot. So when I see that, I tend to think, damn, it's a even though everybody want these because they cool to walk up the street with. But it's a lot of other spirits that's walking around. You know, these dogs have spirits and they need homes too. They, you know what I'm saying? Right. And people is turning their backs on great dogs that actually serve, um, can serve great. A lot of times people want dogs that don't even add anything other than just, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Look at me. But yeah, I think, I think it's like, you know, they kind of make these joke about this kind of starter kit or that kind of starter kit. Like people look at it like it's an accessory. Like they yeah. got to have it part of they, what they have. Like, okay, I'm going to go get the chain and the shoes and then the car. Yeah. And I got this dog and then, you know what I mean? Now yeah. I'm complete where it's yeah. like, you got to look at a dog like that's a living creature. You got to take care of this creature. You got to yes. have a part of your family. You got to give it a good life. You have yes. to feed him good nutrition. And, you know, just, I think that people don't really look at it. They kind of like accessorize. Yeah. The whole thing of having a dog versus looking at it like it's part of the family. And, you know, dogs... And, are, and I, that's key what you said because even in, in, in the Netflix series when you talked about over-domesticating. Yeah, I, I humanizing. Had a, humanizing. I had a conversation um, with... Uh, I, I I I watch. I usually watch my dog. I have I got a pit bull and a chihuahua. Right. The, the chihuahua is a girl. The pit bull is a boy. I noticed. I've learned things about uh, uh, men and women through my dogs. Absolutely, man. That teach a, you a lot. It's a trip, bro. Because I sit there and I, I look at how how patient he is, and I I I look at how protective and uh, territorial and jumpy she is, even though she don't have the shell that he, she's more, she's 10 times more of a guard dog. Yeah. Somebody could be, somebody could be a mile away from my house. Right, she knows. She works 10 times better than that ring doorbell. Right, 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 right. That's, that, that, that's her watchdog abilities. That just means like, all dogs don't necessarily need to be a guard dog and, yeah. and be able to stop somebody. They just need to tell you. They just you need, might need to, you know, go ahead and get they, they <laughs> reach just, for what you need to reach for. They just need to tell you. So, yeah. so, so, I, so when I so I tie these conversations with my homies, I'd be like, man, look at, look, you know, a lot of times, uh, we could talk about, we talk about like, we from all, we talk about violence in the streets, right? Right, right, right. I feel like the reason why we have a lot of violence in the streets outside of the, um, uh, systemic stuff that's been going on for right, years. Right, right. But a lot of us was raised without fathers in the home. Lacking emotional intelligence. Lacking emotional intelligence. Um, 
when you have when you take the fathers out of the home and then you raise by later. and then you raise by women nine right. times out of ten. Shout out all the go- all the strong mothers though. Exactly. But you're gonna deal with conflict. Right. Well, what happens is as a young adolescent male, you're gonna sit there and you know, it's like we all have thresholds, right? Yeah. And what we gonna respect. So yeah. our mom is only gonna be, you know, you get that mm-hmm. whooping with some little stuff, you like, yeah, and this don't even hurt no more. Yeah. Oh, fuck it. I ain't tripping. <laughs> I ain't tripping on no punishment. Yeah. Versus like if you had that father figure, like how I plan on being with my son, is like, hey, listen, bro. It, 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 you gotta answer to me. Yeah. And the thing is, is when you don't have that accountability. You just wild out. You just wild out. But you know who's, who's teaching you patience, understanding. Yeah, well, you know, well, the mothers, mothers, dumb. man, mothers. Shout like I said, shout out all the strong they, mothers out they, here. They, 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 they forced to do. They forced to do. They forced to do it. Yeah. So what you got to do though? Sometimes you got to reach out to other people, look for the OGs, yeah. look for the uncles, look mm-hmm. for the people who can be some guidance, some kind of example. Yeah. And then you know you kind of just take a marriage. You get got to play the hand you dealt. Yeah. You know, yeah. and if you if you you sit there and you make excuses, or oh, I didn't have this, or he had this versus this, it's like, man, you can't make all them excuses, man. You got to work with what you got yeah. and make it happen. And, you know, sometimes, you know, it takes certain brothers a little bit of time to get that man for us to mature as men, you know, because, again, like you said earlier, is that example. Yeah. You know? So do you feel do you do you feel like we've taken dogs out of their natural Habitat by nah, domesticated. domesticated. No, nah, that's they they've been functional parts of the family, whether they being guardians, whether they're killing rodents, whether they, you know, doing whatever they're doing, you know, accessories, whatever they're doing, they've been doing this. So when my dog gets out the fence and runs away, that tells me he don't want to be here. Not necessarily. That means you might not be walking. He might not have enough exercise. He's gonna exercise that himself. Is, that, he got this energy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. me, I played football, I wrestled, yeah. I ran track. Like if I didn't do that, I was gonna be with the shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So what, I was with the shit until I found out how to incorporate that and take all your time and incorporate it in, in productive activities versus destructive yeah, activities. Cause sometimes I'll be in this interesting mix. I'll be like, man, am I, I, I it'd be a mind fuck. And I'll be like, man, am I making this dog do something that he don't naturally want to do? But I'm, but I'm using my mind to say, okay, this dog wants to be right here in front of the TV and I want him to sit still, but he really just wants me to take him to the woods and just, you know, roam around and sniff everything. Sometimes I'll be feeling like, am I pulling them away from what they really want to do natural based, naturally based on what I think is best? You know what I'm saying? For right. the dog, you know what right, I'm saying? Right. So sometimes I sometimes I wonder that. So I'll be like, and I always pay attention to that when I let the when I when I when I lead the when I lead the gate open, I'll be like, man, all this food, all this water, all this shelter. In my mind, I'm thinking, damn. I'm really raising you, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, off, off but how do I ever know if that's really what the dog wants? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Well, we try to tap into what the dog likes, you know? So with a pit bull, they got a high prey drive. You know, yeah. with a high prey drive, they probably want to tug and be tough. You know what yeah. like, I want to play football, I want to wrestle. Like, yeah. you know, you yeah. know, some people need to box. Yeah. Otherwise, they're gonna be boxing in the street. So with the pit, you gotta have them opportunities for mm-hmm. them to have the, the, the treadmill, the slot mill. You gotta have, you know, tug of war. You gotta yeah. have, you know, all these things that gets that energy out. Otherwise, yeah. the dog gonna be just fixating on getting it out some other way. It might not be a little. It might be a little bit more destructive, you know. So yeah, it's all about man just understanding whether it's person or dog what that person or dog needs to get that energy out and redirect. No bad dogs. Uninformed. Just owners. uninformed. Unpack that for me real quick. No bad dogs meaning you know the dog is just a dog you know but we gotta educate the people. You know, the key is educating the people, teaching, understanding engagement, understand how to keep your dog motivated, 
You know, it's, it's, it's basically like raising a kid. You know, yeah. you got to keep them engaged. You have to keep them motivated. They have to keep them excited. You have yeah. to block certain behaviors. Nope, that's not cool. Yeah. It's never going to be cool. Yeah. You know, you have to be black and white about it. And then you yeah. every, everything else is just understanding the temperament. Yeah. You know, if you got a shy kid, you know, you need to be working on things that uh, allow him to build confidence, right? Yeah. Because ultimately, he's going to go into life shy. He's going to yeah. work around getting pushed around in life. You know, life yeah. ain't no joke. Yeah. So, you know, all of these things, same thing with a dog. If I see a puppy a certain way, I'm going to overcompensate in certain yeah. areas to make sure that dog is well balanced. Yeah. And yeah. I think that we should do that as humans. We got, we have like, we talked a couple things we talked about. We talked about passion over paycheck. We talk about people having um, uh, a love for something. You know what I'm saying? And turning that into a lifestyle and turning that and monetizing that, making money out. So I really, if I could go on a world tour, like talking to everybody. Right. Bump is here. Right, right. Bump, you over there? Shout out Bump. What's Shout happening, Bump? Listen, What's happening, man? Listen, I've never seen, I don't, I haven't had a conversation with Bump about what he does, you know, on a day-to-day -day basis, right? But right. one thing I do know is Bump knows how to bring people together. He sure right? know how to do that. He can throw a hell of an event. He's a, he's Shout out like, Bump in the Ready to Tell. So guys. he's like one of the, you know what I'm saying? When it comes to not entertainment, but entertaining, you know what I'm saying, people. Right. But but see, Bump Bump has a service to the people. Like Bump is like he he's not thinking about himself. He think about other people's experience. That's yeah. very selfless. Yeah. You know what I mean. He's always thinking about the whole ambiance and so the whole. He, so he so whole, so when whole, you so so when you have somebody that loves to see people enjoying themselves, right? Right. That's a gift. I told him, bro. I said, bro, that's you need to throw gift. parties, bro. You need to throw events, bro. That's it. That's he, he a throw, gift. Remember the Black yes. Saturday? Come on, man. The, yeah. But, but look, the, but this is what I'm saying. So I'm, I'm only, I use that as an analogy because in, he's in the building today with us. Right. I use that as an analogy of people having these gifts and these passions Amen. that the, that the, that the sky ain't even the limit. The sky is in the way. Right. You know what I'm saying? So when you really tap in and you really nurturing, like this shit is a gift. I, I could go out 10 times and try to do what he, he ain't do. gonna do it like he do it. And ain't gonna do it like he right. doing. You know what I'm saying? Right. There's a uh there's a cupcake spot called uh Cupcake, and I think her name is Lila. She's from the town. For sure. Going up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She's hustling. I'm positive that she was she like- in the right game, too. I, she got the right product. But I'm positive that she may have- I ain't talked to her yet. I'm actually inviting her on to the show, but I ain't talked to her yet. But she's probably wanted to, like, had ideas of doing other things before she tapped in. It was like, man, Cupcake, I, I can really become great at this. Chef Smelly, another one. Smoking Wood. We got so Shout many. Shout out all the brothers, man. How do, you know what I'm saying? But we all have these gifts. And like you said, nobody is, nobody, uh, everybody is not made to be an entrepreneur. I get that part. But, but damn, bro, I feel like a lot of people. Yeah. I think we got to normalize it, bro. Once we normalize it, yeah. then it, you know what I mean? And you yeah. got to you you push people, man. People don't know their potential. People gotta believe in themselves, bro. Yeah, but then you have to. But you also we gotta pump them up. You have to also realize it's a reason that in school they only teach, for, they only talk about gatekeepers and formal education, which yeah. is which is they, which is they, great. They, they we need, need all they that. Need them but people. They need they those need people. those people, but they need to broaden it to where okay, because it's some guys in that classroom that are that are great work on cars like you right. know what I'm saying but the but you don't have in you don't your, your economics teacher is not telling you and they grooming you to be an Indian they <laughs> that's what 
Oh, I'm saying. So we have to, and it's going to take people like you. It's going to take people like myself, people with platforms to spread this word. Like, there's nothing wrong with a trade. All you hear, all we see, ball players, rappers, entertainers. You go to school, it's doctors, lawyers, blah, blah, blah. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. You can be a you can be a plumber with your own I business you, and do great. Talked about this, huh? Your daughter on us. Yes, yo. Yes, yo. I love. You see, up, see, up. We going, we going back to see, up. Look, you can be uh like you said, a barber, dog trainer. You can do whatever you. So I I literally feel like they need to go back into the schools and start adding trades to those topics bro. but then but, but you know what bro i feel like it, you can't it depend on a public institution to to do those beautiful things for people you know yeah, they took the yeah. arts they took the skills they took all the work out of shops all that you know mm-hmm. so what we got to do is we got to do it yeah we yeah. got to do it we got to yeah. show them we got to lead by example bro yeah, yeah. you know what i'm saying at the end yeah. of the day you know that's shout it. out underdogs that's, that's what's so special about what you got going on yeah and that's what's so special about you know, a lot of times you hear people talk about uh, Obama. What did Obama do for black people? Obama inspired us. That's enough. That's cool. That's because the we, insp- need to, we need the kit, though. We need the, we need the tool. We need the toolkit. We, need the, we but, need the blueprint. But, but I feel like, uh, me personally, I feel like when you see Obama, a black man, or Kamala Harris, a black woman, right? It can give. Is the answer through politics? No. But all right, you got a, you got an example of what I can do. Right. You, you you understand what I'm saying? So that's what I think about when it comes to somebody like yourself or myself or anybody, that inspiration, show them something different, give them an opportunity, you know what I'm saying, to where they can see something a little bit different. You know, it's a lot, yeah. of, it's a lot of violence in our city right now. Yeah, man. It's crazy, man. Um, man, my brother, was, he, he a football coach, Oakland Dynamite. Shout out Oakland Dynamite. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was out there in that... You feel me? Yeah. Kurt Flood Field, Brookfield, you know yeah. what I mean? Working at Oakland Dynamite, but somebody just got knocked down. Yeah. You know, uh, and yeah. that and that's sad, man, because you know, we got we gotta tighten this up, man. Yeah, that's that's um we that's tighten this up it's, as brothers. It's a, as couple, dads. it's a couple aspects, you know, to that. And it's another um earlier in the season we had a mental health expert come on and she um was just talking about um I I, I said mental illness and I found out that episode that mental illness is a um is a is a derogatory considered a derogatory term now. Mm, you know what I mean? So yeah, you, you gotta be use, respectful. So you want to use men, you know, <clears throat> you know, mental health, right? And um, man, a lot of us is traumatized from you know what I'm saying from the way we came up from childhood. You right. know what I'm saying? It's right. a lot of it's a uh, a lot of things going undiagnosed. Um, but man. either way it go, that whole situation um was uh, unfortunate. The week before there was a shootout at. Downtown. Downtown. Yeah, man. Shout out T Rivers, man. He's the one who's out there filming that. Man, right or dubs. Man, uh, but he, hey, I don't know, bro. Everybody, you know, <laughs> EDD got everybody 20 pistols. I always, That's but what he I, told me. I, I always wonder, <laughs> I always wonder, is it worse now? I don't know, or, man. Or, I don't know. It's it's crazy. You know, I think the mind state, you know, I think that the there was rules back in the day. Yeah. You know, I think there was more more parameters to how yeah. you operate. And I yeah. think, you know, you just got everybody trying to chase this, this limelight. You know, yeah. they not even they don't even know their true meaning in the world, but because everybody, you know, they 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 glamorizing this lifestyle that ain't it's a facade, bro. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. at the end of the day, it's about taking care of your family, 
It's about, you know, providing for yours, putting your yeah. people on. But I think a lot of people just got it all misconstrued, bro. And they just they just want that shine. You yeah. know, and they got their opportunity. You know, everybody was hitting off that EDD. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they quick hey, little, hey, little burst of some money. So hey, and it's dry. It's, it's dried out. Which is the same thing. You still got you, you got your starter kit. You got yeah. the three pistols. So yeah. the pistols they still activate. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, man, my thing is, man, education, man. Let's get these brothers like who on the street. Yeah. Show them that, like, all right, you got an idea, but let's show you how to start an LLC. Oh. Let's show you how to get investors. Let's show you how to take your money that you done made and flip it in a way and understand how to do internet marketing and internet, you know, all of these things that it's so easy to do, yeah. but without the proper education, you know, people don't know, you know, which way to go, you yeah. know? And, you know, I think it's really about that time that we're, we make, we normalize LLCs. Yeah. We normalize, you know, having brands. We yeah. normalize doing business amongst each other, you know what I mean? And really, and, and building a community, you know, they, there was a black Wall Street once upon a time, you know, they yeah. burnt it down, you know what I'm saying? So y'all gotta understand that there's a lot of, it's a lot of um, opposition. So that means you gotta hustle twice as hard, but I mean, we gotta come together, man, as as a community and, and hustle together, man, get that economics back on and, and spend our money within each other and understand that like, there, there needs to be somebody who cleans gutters. There needs to be somebody who does detailing. Shout out Roadrunner. There need to be people who do all of these things. Like I said, a barber. This yeah. man, this is what makes a community. The dog trainer. You see what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it doesn't have to be the ball player. You don't have to yeah. be the rapper. You don't have to be, you know, the Come dog on. boy. You you could be whatever you want to be. And through internet marketing, through this day of being able to take your brand and, and push it, you just got to know how to do it. And I think that it's a time, bro. It's time for us to really, you know, but, share but, these gifts. But you are a part of that inspiration you know what i'm saying i try that, to be you, bro. you are a part of that inspiration you you work with kevin hart yeah um, i talked to kevin hart's trainer in, in new york one time we okay there soon, doing an episode boss, shout show. out boss yeah, yeah. everybody i mentioned you to speak very you know very highly of you you worked with ellen you was just on the ellen the De, generous show you getting right. ready to train her dog for sure what is that like when you walked out onto that stage and you sat on that couch and you sat in that chair, what was going through your mind at that time? Was it surreal or you just like, man, I, I was supposed to, I'm supposed man, to be Man, I missed it, man. All this is manifested, bro. You know what I'm saying? This guy's playing, not mine. You know what I'm saying? So for me, you know, I've already I've already experienced it in my mind. I've seen it clearly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So when we do it, we just doing it because it's yeah. part of that, that, that situation. But the key is the visualization and the manifestation of your dreams. But you got to obsess about the things that you want to make happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like yeah. when I went out there, man, I just wanted to represent for the town. I wanted to represent for me, my family. You know what I mean? All the hustle I've been going through since I started this company 10 yeah. years ago. And man, just, you know, I'm, I'm really like, the, the goal is inspiration. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Cause like, you know, you can have a car, you can have a chain, you can have a house, you can have all this, man. But what's your true purpose on earth? Yeah. That's the key, bro, is, is who is you inspiring? Who, who are you making feel like, oh shit, I was down, but now I'm up. Yeah. Like that's value to me. That's that's a gold nugget. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You give me that. That's feedback. That's feedback from my soul. So you know, for me, bro, I just I just want, um, like I said, man. The, the you know part of my whole vision when I started Cali Can, I mean, I said I'm never. I'm always gonna show my tattoos. I'm always gonna keep this town yeah. swag. I'm always gonna be you know. And even with the show, you know, I get yeah. pieced up. I'm gonna show y'all. Listen, man. You don't yeah. gotta be a rapper to do this, you know. How, but this how, is the culture. How did you how did you actually cast for the uh, next? That's K nine K nine intervention. Y'all check that out. It's trending on Netflix. It's in the top ten. Uh, Josh Lever hey, is going up right now. Y'all tap in with that. How did you cast for the show? Godspeed, bro. Godspeed. 
it was all, all it was all organic. organic all organic bro i was over there at my boy Berto house you know me and Berto linked up just do do, do business and mm -hmm. all of a sudden i'm down there kicking it with bro he a world champion boxer but mm -hmm. it was like we, we we had that same energy like we yeah. wanted to be masters and good people to the to our people mm -hmm. and uh yeah man i just his, his art he had a he had a uh an artist at the house and she just was like bro you need a show and my yeah. husband you know my fiance he's he, he's he's down at the network you need to sit down so shit, we set up the meeting man i sat down and sold myself you mm -hmm. know what I mean? And, it, and this wasn't the first time. My first show, I tried to pitch. It, I didn't get it. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? That's a lesson of picking yourself back up, dusting yourself off, and coming back again. But it was the timing. It's God speed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, at that time, I wasn't where I was at. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I felt like you know, everything just happened in the proper timing. You know what I mean? And being yeah. prepared to when it happens yeah. is the key. You know so what I mean? So, how, how did you pick? You know, you had different... Yeah, it was real. Uh, the 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 people that was on there on the show was real diverse. How did you pick the the dog owners that you decided to work with for the for the show? For the show, um, basically, bro, they cast it. We did a casting call. Uh -huh. You know, I did it on my IG, and then we, you know, the, the Netflix did it, and 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 the production company did it. Uh, -huh. uh you know, Ray Ryder from from Brookfield. Uh -huh. He called me on some random, so he wasn't yeah. even supposed to be casted. Yeah. You know what I mean? That yeah. was just something. You know, it was so organic. When he hit me, yeah. he hit me with the bro, I need you. You yeah. know what I mean? So, you know, shout out Deep East, man, Ray Ryder. Uh, shit, man, he came through and we we he had an issue. We had to deal with it. And I think that, you know, the, the world is dying to see the, 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 you know what I mean? Forget all of this scripted, planned situation. Yeah. You yeah. got to see that there's people like us busting moves in our community and being able to help people and inspire people, you know what I mean? And just mm -hmm. keeping it organic. So, like, basically all the cast happened. Some of them got casted. Some of them came in through me, like like my sis Nefertiti I went to Ohio with. Her sister got casted just on yeah. the flute. You know what I mean? They had a situation, Mike and Tasha, episode two, and that was a real ass story. You know, so I think the, the thing was, man, is just, you know, everybody just you got casted. They came in just, in, you know, in a godly way, man. Right. And, we, and we made a hell of a story out of every situation, yeah, man. I remember it. when Ray Ryder's brother got knocked down. Like, yeah. I remember that, and that happened. I remember when they went to the Clemency Riley. You know what I mean? Yeah. Shout out C Greedy from 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 CG Columbia Gardens. Uh, man, we you know I remember getting that phone call. Man, Ray in the hospital, bro. Yeah. He got shot. El Nino dead. Yeah. And these cats was Dirty Mac and Entertainment. Man, y'all know about Deep East. Man, you know about Dirty Mac. Yeah, it's a and it's a it's a uh, it's an amazing show, man. Um, Oakland period is proud of you, bro. Thank like, you, bro. Eric, you know the feedback. I I've been I've been enjoying the feedback that's been outside of Oakland. You know what I'm saying? I've been For doping. Sure. Shout I like UK, I, I like ta I like tapping in when I see somebody from Canada that tap in yeah. with you, or somebody we from another in place too, bro. that that tap in with you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the part that really you know what I'm saying. Worldly man, Oakland to the world. Yeah. So what's next? What's next for you, man? Man, inshallah, bro. You know, God's will. We gonna we gonna um just maximize the opportunity, bro. Maximize. You know, we gonna put put. You know, we gonna try to you know monetize the situation, but at the same time, we are gonna try to put all our people on. You know, my team is strong. I stay around a bunch of solid, solid, uh, you know, very focused yeah. individuals and yeah. shit. Now it's, it's our play, bro. You answering the phone, you answering phone calls right now? Who answering phone calls for? I know the phone got I mean, I got my cook. office line, but you know, family mm -hmm. is family, man. I, you know, I can't switch up, bro. Yeah. Come on. You yeah. know what I'm saying? All we know is organic <laughs> shit, bro. I don't even know how to be on that other shit, but yeah. you hey, know. Hey, at the end of the day, man, I'm an underdog. You an underdog. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people bet against you. Tell us about the underdog movie. Because <laughs> that, that's a very important part, uh, you know, and we could have spent a whole show talking about that because that's a very important part. Please tell the talk to the people about what you got going on with that movement. 
Well, man, listen, man, when I was in, uh, you know, I graduated with an Oakland Tech degree because I wanted independent study my 12th grade year. And my mm -hmm. my, my, my teacher uh, for independent studies, man, mm -hmm. all this stuff you're reading is cool, but you need to read this book. I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. It taught you the power of financial intelligence. Yeah. So it taught you about assets and liabilities. Mm -hmm. And I think that there is a deep need for incorporating spirituality, proper financial intelligence, proper uh, uh, nutrition and hygiene, mm -hmm. proper, proper uh, uh, you know, mindset, mm -hmm. all these things. So the underdog program is about getting all the brothers like us who've done our thing, right? And it's time to get back, right? So oh. now we got all this violence still amongst the city. We got all of this crazy stuff amongst the culture, but like, what can we do to give back? Yeah. Right. So the underdogs is about creating like this big brother program and taking them. You know, me and my partners, we go out there, we go, we go uh fishing, yeah. we go boating, we yeah. go camping. Yeah. You know what I mean? We we hang out, we throw barbecues and it's love and everybody is town business mm -hmm. and it's, yeah. it's good. It's all like, you know, and, and really letting people see like, damn, like I don't gotta be. I remember I went yeah. to this boys to men um situation. It was a uh, it was like a thing we talked to the youth. And everybody, with all the kids, they want to be basketball stars. Right. And they all, you know, they think they're going to be a rapper and there's clothing line. It's like, you know, I support that. I support their vision. But, you know, sometimes we got to show them different things. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if my man is, is an engineer or if he if he's working at Caltrans and he got a great job over there with his benefit yeah. package and he's taking care of his family, he got yeah. his side hustle over here, this and that. Yeah. Like, show him that. Show him yeah. that that's cool. Yeah. Show him that you can still be fly yeah. with a job. You ain't got to sell dope. You ain't got to really, be doing all I really, I, I, I really, um... I really want to insert myself in that movement because I believe on, in it. And you know, the thing about it is I've been big on this. I I, I talked to uh, Vidal about this all the shout time. Out v. White, shout out V. White. I talk to him about this all the time. And one of the things, one of our main conversations, what I try to get across is environmental changes. You know what I'm saying? We got to get the and environment the right. Imp the impact of, of just... Taking ten to fifteen youngsters and 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 and, and taking them out of their immediate circumstances for even you know less than twenty four hours, right? You know what I'm saying? Give them a safe space, man. Somewhere safe they space can, yeah. and showing them different things. You know, growing up, uh, my uncle used to take us camping all the time, and still remember that. I still remember that, and I and I learned a lot. I I I really kind of found my love for a lot of different things. Through camping, you know, right. what I'm saying it opened Absolutely. up. Them, them, them Disneyland trips was bigger than a roller coaster ride. You know what I'm saying? Right. It opened up your imagination. It, it lets you know the different thing. So I'm really big on, you know what I'm saying, changing environments. I yeah, well, that's what even with that. the dog training, bro. It's about yeah. socializing, man. Yeah. You got socialize. You got to be used to different environments, familiar with different yeah. people, different dogs, different yeah. opportunities. You know, and be able to adjust. One good thing, we from Oakland, bro. So we got all these different cultures right here in this city. So yeah. we can rock with the Mexicans, we can rock with the Asians. And that's that mm -hmm. that that's what I talked about in the show is having that that ability to be a chameleon yeah. and be able to adjust and adapt to any environment. Like right. but that's a worldly situation. You could do that anywhere you go and people don't realize the power, that star power that we have here yeah. that's natural. Yeah. You see what I mean? It's so, about unlocking that. So is so is so is training owners Training owners, not dogs. That's not your narrative. That's one they create. Is that is that your narrative? I train. It's a little bit of both. Yeah. You know, it's a little bit of both. You know, it's really all about making sure that everybody knows what they're supposed to do. The dog yeah. knows his job. The, the, owner. the owner knows how to reinforce the behaviors and how yeah. to, you know, support those good behaviors, yeah. how to not let them get away with the not so good behaviors. It's just like parenting. You know what yeah. I mean? If you're letting your kid wild out, they, that's what they're going to continue to do. Yeah. But if you block that and you say, no, nah, we're not going to do this, but we're going to do this and this is real fun and this is just going to, you know, keep your energy, uh, 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 you know, engagement. 
then that's what you want to do. So a lot of times we that's what we try to do with the kids too, man. Is, yeah. is is give them they got all this energy. Let's get them in the right direction and channel it, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that goes for anybody. Like even if you work in a job, whatever it is, it's about getting whatever energy you have every day and pouring it into something and not wasting and not being distracted and I'm not distracted. being you know yeah. yeah. So well, I'm a, uh, I'm you know like I said, I'm completely inspired. I think I think every household should be tuned in to Canine Invention, man. Canine Invention, Canine Invention. Watch it three or four times. You can learn something. Whether you whether you and it's not it's not just a lot of life lessons in there too. You know what I'm saying? Even if you ain't a dog owner or a dog lover, it's a lot of good life lessons in there. I feel like Thanks. everybody should um, be be tapped into that. Um, I feel like the sky's the limit. You know what I'm saying? Actually, the sky's in the way, really. You know what I'm saying? I don't yeah. know where you're going to be able to take it. Um, Keep doing what you're doing. Appreciate it, bro. Um, Where where can the people find you, bro? Like, Man, tap in on the Instagram, at Cali K9, C-A-L-I-K-9. Um, YouTube, just Google cool Cali K9, TikTok. You know, we trying to run up all the socials because, of course, that's, you know, that's, what it, that's, the, that's the name of the game right now. Um... And then just, yeah, man, just look out for canine intervention. We yeah. plan on, we don't plan on stopping no time soon. Y'all, please support this brother because he's been doing it. You know, this it, it may seem like, you know, to y'all that it happened overnight. You know what nah, I'm saying? Nah, bro. But I, was, I was wearing my pot in the clothes, man, trying to figure it out, be man. Put, be putting work in yeah. for a long time. When y'all got things going on, y'all trying to, you know, y'all chasing y'all dreams, hang in there. Don't hit the eject button. You know, nah, sometimes man. you hit the eject see it button through, right man. when Shout you- Shout out Jacka, man. See, see it, it through. through. Sometimes you hit the eject button when you right there, but you just can't see it. Just hang in there. Yeah. And hang in there. Perseverance. You know perseverance. 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 There you go. Yeah, so we gonna, we gonna, we gonna wrap it up. I, I wanna shout out, you know what I'm saying, some of our- uh, Hey, I want y'all to check out actually the Volver app. You know what I mean? It's a new app right now. It's available in the App Store. It's available. You can download that now. It's a new po- podcasting app. You know what I mean? It is. It's. It's really dope. Shout out to my guy Nick. That's you know running that thing. Ben Cruz. You know what I'm saying? Check out the Netflix special K9 Intervention at Cali K9. Josh Leverett is going up. Tap in. Come on, man. And with that said, we out of here. Thanks for coming in, bro. I really appreciate you. But this is the start of something new. Josh gonna be joining us, man. We ain't this ain't this ain't it. We're gonna keep it going. You feel me? That's what I'm talking about. And we out of here. One against the grain podcast. That's another episode. It's a wrap. That's my love.